What up, gang? Welcome to our Frivolous 5 segment. This segment is intended to discuss things that just don't seem to make much sense to the producers of the same gang in about five minutes. I promise to do my best to keep it at five minutes. Now, while there will be some fun discussion, there also will be some serious discussion about serious topics as well. And remember, y'all, it's just our opinion. It's okay if you don't quite see it our way. We can agree to disagree. Let's jump in. What up, gang? For this Frivolous 5 segment, we're going to be taking a look at this idea of just get over it. Just get over it. You know, when you're going through something and it may take longer than we think to move on, or we may seem stuck or something on something to other folk. So we may be thinking or we may be hearing from others to just get over it. So so let's just, let's take a, a, a look at this thing, just get over it. This idea that when we're going through something or hurting, that we should just kind of be over it by now and move on. So I hear this a lot from clients that bring their children in for help or from clients who are dealing with a difficult situation, even some past traumatic event. This notion that they should just get over it, be done with it, move on. They have been told to just get over it or they feel like they should just be over it by now. Like, really? Huh? Where we, where they get that from? Or where where they do that at? Or where that come from? That we should just move on past something that we've been hurt tremendously by or something that may have happened that kind of turned our lives upside down, that we should be moving on and over it in this time frame. So let me be clear. Whenever someone tells you while you're hurting or going through something that's difficult, even if that person don't feel like it's difficult, it's not for them to determine that, right? It's relative. It's it's, it's up to us how we feel about things, okay? But whenever somebody tells you that mess, that's what we at the same gang call just malarkey, just plain foolishness. First of all, where does someone get off or get the right to tell anyone to get over it? Now, I, I mean, let's, let's, be, let's be honest. We're all human, and I'm sure we may have thought that about ourselves or somebody else, or we may even have said it, slipped up and said it. But where do we get the right to tell anyone in their pain that they need to just get over it? Like, I mean, I get that folk may say that because they want us or the person to move on or let go, and they don't like to see us hurt. But first of all, gang, the first important thing I want you to remember is we have to respect the journey, respect the process. We have to respect where we are in the journey and where others are as well. Now, I'm going to tell you, when I lost my parents, um, I was 18. I've shared this story before. This is no new news, right? They, they died two months apart, all right? My mom died of cancer in August. Two months later, my father closed his eyes and went on home, right? I was in college, freshman, siblings were not supportive, et cetera, et cetera, so forth and furthermore. I can remember hearing continuously from people after a while, get over it. I even had somebody tell me, you know, you're not the only person that have lost both their parents. It's not that serious. And this was said to me shortly after they died. But years into it, when I was still struggling, because I did not really uh, understand at the time, and neither did the therapist that I went to see at the time, only seen one, uh, that the deaths of my parents were traumatic. You know, we didn't have the information that we have now about trauma. So it was really a traumatic event for me at the time, but we, you know, we were treating it as grief. And I can remember, you know, years into it, people that were dear to me, close to me saying, you should be over this by now. 
how in God's creation is it okay for anybody to tell somebody who was 18 that lost both their parents that they should be over it? So my simple but at the time internalized that and thought to myself, I should be over it. That's not how that works. That's not how that works. So if you're listening to this and you were one of those people in my life that said it, don't even worry about it. You ain't know. We were young. That was really heavy at 18 to be going through. And I didn't have any real support at the time. So I'm not, don't, don't beat yourself up if you said this to somebody or even if you said it to me, because I said it to myself. All right. So I said it to myself. So I could definitely get why you said it because it took me a while and I felt like I should have been further along on the journey. But that's not how this worked. If it was that easy to get over, right? it's likely that we or the person that we're talking to would have done it. So let's trust that if it was easy to be over, then we would have been over it and that person would be over it. It's the same thing in terms of when you think about yourself. And, you know, we want to give grace to the other person and recognize it's their journey and it's personal. And if it was that easy, they would have done it, right? But it also holds true for us. If we haven't moved on yet from a situation or a circumstance, then there is probably likely more healing to be done. And it's just that simple. But to make the judgment that I should get over it or that someone else should get over it is not going to aid in the healing process. It really isn't. In fact, when we judge ourselves and when we judge other people like that, it can really deter the healing process by invalidating feelings and adding guilt to the mix. And we all know that guilt don't help ever in any situation. You know, shame has been found in research to be more beneficial than guilt. All right. But it does not help us in the healing process and it doesn't help us along the way on the journey. So judging someone else or ourselves and where we are at in our healing process is not useful. Trust me. Trust me. I'm telling you not, I'm not only telling you this from a uh, professional experience, but also a personal experience is just not useful. Now, let me clarify some things. This doesn't mean that we aren't to do the work to heal and to move on. It is our responsibility if we want to be our best versions of ourselves and be the best person we could be to other people and to also, if we have children and family members that we're connected to, we want to be able to uh, implant those uh, positive properties and positive uh, characteristics into them, then that means it's our responsibility to do the healing and to do that inner work. If we find ourselves stuck, it's up to us to seek out the resources that we need to be the best version of ourselves. So that means whatever it may take to eat aid in the healing process. Listen, if it was not for my faith in Jesus Christ, I would not be standing before you now. So you have to figure out what your journey is. Okay. But th- that could mean prayer because that definitely was a huge, huge um, major contributor to my healing process. Going to therapy journaling, meditation, exercise, those things, all of those, any of those things and all of those things may be what you need to continue your journey and to get to where you need to be or where you feel you need to be in the process. Okay. So it is our responsibility to figure out what we need to go seek what we need and to do that inner work. But even if we feel that we're stuck and if someone else is stuck, sending the message to just get over it is not likely going to help them. And it certainly isn't therapeutic. Seeking support, surrounding ourselves with good listeners, and finding professional help are tips to help a person and ourselves to heal and move on. And you know Dr. D is a component, a a proponent for self-care, okay? So these are all things that um, are part of self-care as well. Sometimes people can be so hurt 
and so damaged that they become comfortable with their situation. And that also holds true for ourselves. Sometimes we can kind of get into this comfort zone. It's we're just used to the pain. It's familiar. It's not that we may like it, but it's what we know. And I've seen that. I've seen people be so committed to dysfunction. It's not a judgment. It's just what I've seen. And I, I personally have can remember being committed to dysfunction. That is just part of what we do. Okay. So sometimes that could happen. And it's not so much that they want to be stuck or that we want to be stuck, but we may not know how to move on. We may not have the support to move on. We may not know the steps necessarily for our particular situation to move on. And as a result, you know, it could become our norm or their norm, meaning it's all we know. But there's always hope, y'all. That's what I love about my faith. There's always hope. There's always an exception. And there's always hope. Okay. So, I'm a true believer that most people desire to be whole and to to heal. Now, I know there's exceptions to that rule. I know there's some people we may come across once or twice or a couple times throughout our lifetime that just don't want to put the work in to heal. And we can't make them heal, okay? But I'm a true believer that most people want to be whole and want to heal. But they may lack those skills, the knowledge, motivation, and resources to do so. So let's have some compassion on ourselves. And let's have some compassions on other, compassion on others and respect the journey. Respect the journey. That's all I got, y'all. And this time it went over five minutes. That's a wrap, y'all. Our frivolous five for this week. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at Dr. Dawn on the Real and on Facebook at the same gang. And of course, you can email us at sanity sessions for sisters at gmail.com. All right now, until next time. Stay sane.